This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, lady? Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, Stacey Ray, and this is episode number 61 with Michelle Aubrey and myself, because this is a very special episode, the first in a series where I'm having beautiful humans in my life flip the script and interview me. So consider this kind of like a big ask me anything. And in this episode, this conversation, we went really deep. I think I cried in the first 11 to 12 minutes, and I actually kind of knew that Michelle would bring that out in me, so I very carefully selected her and the other women that are going to be doing this with me as well for those reasons to just feed into the intention of sharing more of myself on the show, sharing parts of my story and my life that maybe I never have before and parts that these different people can pull out of me. And so I'm really excited to share these with you and this conversation was super beautiful. So as always, this podcast is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, our online and offline community for ambitious women where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you know you want. If this is your first time tuning into the show, girl, I'm just so stoked that you're here and you and I are kicking it now and the warmest welcome to you. I am so excited to share these conversations with you. Really what we do here is we have real conversations about all things being a woman and we cover a lot of topics on here, especially if you are ambitious and you want to create things in your life. If you feel like you have something on your heart to put out into the world, you're going to love these deep dives and probably make some new friends in the process too. So come kick it with us in the Lady Posse on Facebook. That's where our community is and where we hang out and further dive into these conversations. So if you haven't heard the episode that Michelle and I did previously, I'll link it in the show notes super beautiful conversation that we had where I interviewed her and we had we went really deep on that one as well and tons of wisdom nuggets in there so go listen to that one after this one (laughs) listen to this one first but then go listen to that one because it's amazing and if you don't know Michelle she is an executive leadership coach she is one of my favorite human beings and her brilliance is absolutely unmistakable she's got some really beautiful powerful work that she's doing in the lives of people all over the world. And I'm so excited for you to be all up in her world now, if you are not already. So thanks for having this conversation with me, Michelle. And for the ladies that get to now listen in on this, thank you so much for being here. And as always, I would love to hear your insights or takeaways. So feel free to send those my way. So lady, let's get into it. What's up? Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. This is a very special episode with one of my dear friends and colleagues, Michelle. And we're going to dive into a little bit different, a little different, a little more fun, a little bit more spontaneous. We literally have no idea what we're going to talk about other than the fact that she's going to ask me some cool questions and we're going to, I'm going to share more about my life and different things that are going on for me. And also, because I just find you to be one of the most fascinating people in the room all the time, Michelle, I'm also going to be asking you a few couple couple of little questions in there. So you guys already knew a little bit about Michelle from the intro and she's been on the show before. So we'll link her episode in the show notes so you can also hear that one. And and you just share so many beautiful conversations on your social media and what you're up to and all that kind of stuff, too. So just to get connected with her is a no-brainer. So, yeah, Aww. thanks for having me. Thanks for – I was just going to say thanks for having me on your show today, Michelle. <laughs> my show today. Yes. I'm loving this. So fun. So what's it like having a podcast? <laughs> Oh, it's great. I don't have to do any of the recording or the editing. I just sit here and interview people and it just kind of shows up on iTunes. It's great. Extravagant. I love it. It's delegation at its finest, right? So cool. So cool. How are you feeling about this? Like handing over the microphone and letting somebody else interview you for a chance? Like, how's it feel? I actually feel really excited about it uh, because, A, you are totally one of my dearest friends and also because I know your stance in the world and, and the kind of questions you offer and that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm just jammed about that. And also, I feel like this is a really fun shift up. One of the things I've been really feeling into for this show is starting to like shift the energy a little bit and just, you know, not do things the same that I always have, like just bring the new information, the new insights and, and start innovating a little bit more. So this feels really good. Cool. Awesome. Um, my intention when you first gave me this opportunity, when you asked me to interview you on your 
show um, was really to let other people see the side of you that I feel like I get to see. You and I, um, the listeners obviously don't know this, but I have a call with Stacey three times a week. We talk in the morning. We get our intentions set for the day. We get really clear on what it is that we're creating. And I feel like I have the um, privilege of seeing a side of you that is off camera, off podcast, all of those sorts of things. And what I was really um, excited about doing is really bringing more of the play that you and I get to experience with each other in the mornings and really play with it in this conversation. Cool. Let your listeners and the people that follow you and love you see maybe just a different side of you and the things that I get to know about you and experience from you. So that was really an intention for me. And what I really wanted to jump into and talk about today was your journey and your purpose. I know that you have such an extraordinary story of everything that you've been through in your life and how it's brought you here. And I wonder if, um, and I know that you've actually just recently got off a call with somebody else talking about your story. And do you want to kind of start there, jam on a little bit of who you are, what you've experienced and how you got to where we are now? Yeah. Oh, you just you just reminded me of me a little bit there too, where you're like, you want to give us a little look behind the scenes and you know how you got to be here. So thanks for being an epic pod, podcast host here. This um, is my podcast. Welcome to the fun. <laughs> right? Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Um, yeah. And that's my intention too, is to to show sides. And I think it's, it's interesting how um, that was actually the one of the intentions I had for doing this series was because I know that that different people in our lives get to witness different parts of us at times and pull out different layers and stuff. And so, yeah, I love that we get to do that here. Um, I mean, you've heard bits and part bits and pieces of the story on here. And I just literally got interviewed for a, a book that literally went into like every little detail, all the, the nooks and crannies of um, my journey from, you know, being a like literally, um, well, where, where will I begin the story? Because I don't think that it necessarily started in my teens. But, um, you know, some of you have heard me talk about even my experience as a child. Um, when I was about 12 years old, my father was was really successful in the oil industry. And so we moved all over the world. I lived in Thailand, I lived in Saudi Arabia and the UK, I grew up in all kinds of different spaces and had some really cool perspective on life at a really young age, which was so cool. Um, I really think that uh, if I have children in this lifetime, I'm definitely going to travel with them because it's a really neat experience. Um, and also it, it taught me a lot about what was really important to me really young. You know, um, my father was like when he was around, which was very far and few between, um, we didn't really have a very good relationship and we didn't really have a very, really a relationship at all. Um, and so that was really hard on me when I was a kid. And, um, you know, when I was about 12, I made this and I, I, I can remember the moment like it's incredible when we can trace back into those those times in our lives when we make these really intense agreements with ourselves. And this was the moment I really feel like started me on an entrepreneurial journey and really connected me to to a part of my purpose. Um, I made a decision that based on what I was seeing in my life, which was that my my father being away working all the time and just the, the the kind of way that he was being about his work was tearing our family apart. And so I made a decision that I was never going to allow my work to get in the way of my joy. I was never going to let my work take away from my relationships with my family and that I was going to design life on my own terms. And this was all made in a 12 year old's mind. So the wording might have been slightly different, but I was like, I'm going to carve my own path. I'm going to be financially free and I'm going to have everything else that I want to. And I'm not going to jeopardize one or the other kind of thing. And that was like a really, really pivotal point for me. Um, I can feel the emotion in my body that I had at that age. Um, I was determined. And of course, because I also had, as most of us do, right? I mean, I had a lot of limiting ideas about myself. I had a lot of self-esteem conversations going on. I was bullied in, in high school. So shortly after that, we actually left my my father. So my family was separated. And um, when we came back to Canada, I'd left from living in a really wealthy environment. All my needs were met. We were always living in extravagant homes and had brand name clothes and all this kind of stuff to then living in, you know, pretty lower middle class. So um, my mom didn't take any money when she left him and literally started from the ground up. And so I kind of went into this new lifestyle, getting bullied in school, having a super hard time, being influenced by a lot of people around me. Um, I had all of these limiting ideas and I also didn't want to live in the conventional model of like, go to school, get a job, do the thing, um, which was kind of a bad combination. 
um, well, perfectly, perfectly designed bad combination, you know, for what I needed to learn at that time. And um, I just, just based on who I was influenced by, the pain that I was holding in my heart, um, you know, how alone I felt in my life and um, just a lot of the confusion. I think we all feel when we're teenagers, right? Um, I fell into really the wrong crowds. And by the time I was 16, I was doing armed robberies. I was fully entrenched in gangs and crime and drugs and all this kind of stuff. And it's really interesting for me to reflect on that because I can't imagine, I have a few kids, kids, teens in my life that are around that age now. And like, I can't even imagine them being in that world. Um, like just, you don't have the tools, the mental resources to go through traumatic experiences like that at that age. And so, um, I really had accumulated like a lot of really big trauma points and, um, emotional wounds, you know, that I didn't really have the support for. And, um, so of course, like leading into, you know, later on in my life and going through many more different seasons of like getting really healthy and getting on track and starting a business and doing all these things and then falling face first into, you know, trauma patterns and creating all kinds of messes in my life again. I mean, I've, I've gone through so many ups and downs, um, and I was just, you know, I really got present today to like the past seven years, the journey that I've been on has been just really reclaiming and healing those deeper wounds, you know, going back into those places and, and looking at what was really running the show for me. And it's so connected to my purpose because, oh, I'm getting emotional just talking about it. Oof. It's such a, um, just feels so miraculous to me, um, that people can survive so many things. And, um, you know, one of the reasons why I do this show and one of the reasons why I do so much of the work that I do, um, and what motivates so much more of the stuff that I'm going to be putting out is it's like, I just want people to know what's possible. Um, there were so many times in my life where people gave up on me and people thought that, you know, like that was, oh, she's just, she's just a fuck up or she's just an addict or she's just, you know, she's, she's, she's not going to come out of that. Um, and so much shame that I carried around the experiences and the choices that I had. And I think if there was one thing I could really, like, we went deep really fast on here, right? <laughs> if there was one thing I could give to people, it's like, it doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what, what, what matters, but it doesn't matter in terms of what you're capable of now, you know, like there's nothing, nothing that you can go through or that you could mess up or that you could just, you know, you could fall flat on your face and make the worst decisions of your life and still come back from that and still be the whole complete human being that you are um, and do the work that you need to do to forgive yourself or others or whatever it might be, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's the journey feels miraculous and it feels so on purpose. Come on. Because, I mean, when you look back at, that's just a sliver of the story. I mean, there's so much more in there. There's been so many rock bottom moments. Um, and really the, the turning point was seven years ago, um, you know, to really get back on the path. Well, I was always really, I think, on the path I was supposed to be on. But to be on the path I'm on now, um, it, yeah, if somebody had, had like showed this to you, you know, you might think that this person might have been dead or in jail because that's pretty much where every other person that came from my old lifestyle is now. Um, and I just, it, to me, it's so important to, to keep the conversation alive of like what's possible for people and just how much this work works. I think that's the big thing. And I know you're like huge on this too, Michelle. I love this about you is that you're in love with, with what's possible for people. You're in love with the kinds of conversations that really actually, that really make a difference, you know? Um, and without the coaching work that you and I have done, I mean, I, I, I don't know, how much along this journey, if I'd be in the same place or not, but I definitely don't think so because I know how influenced I've been and how, how healing it's been for me, um, along this journey too. So that's a little look behind the, the story. We got me crying in the first 11 minutes success. Wow. wow. Thanks so much for sharing that. I, I, um, you know, guys, we told you that we didn't know what was going to happen in this yeah. conversation. And we never know. And uh, Stacey and I talk a lot about a lot of deep wounds and a lot of triggers when we connect in the mornings. And um, yeah, Stacey, I just, I really acknowledge you for bringing that to this conversation and really giving your gift and your story to other people. It really is such an inspiration. And I, man, miraculous. 
massive acknowledgement for being that, being that for other people. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah. What's it, what's it like for you to be the one that survived? Oh, wow. What a question. (laughs) Um, It's really humbling. Um, Like it, you know, the thing I'm, I'm so present to right uh, just lately and right now in this, in this conversation is like, it just really the, whatever you believe in God, universe, higher power, anything. I mean, that, that is, that is the thing that if you, if, when you hear the entirety of the story of your story, my story, anybody's story, it's like, we can hear the tone of like, the you know the light you know we can hear the moments that you chose the moments that you mustered that strength the moments that you decided that you were worth more I mean like I don't think that's just you know entirely from ourselves like I really feel a really strong sense of gratitude and like it wasn't me you know um yeah and I and I think it's like what it's like to be someone who survived I mean I feel incredibly um it's almost like lucky. Like I feel lucky. There's a, there is a, an aspect of that, but there's mm-hmm. definitely like a, I know, I know how much strength it took. Like there were so many moments like, Oh, like so many moments of, you know, and, and you guys have heard me talk about this on the show before. Like I struggled with anxiety and depression for most of my life. Even since I was a kid, I have moments of like of that in my memories um, that, you know, it, it, it like, there were moments of wanting to give up and wondering if it was possible, you know? And I, and I shared a story actually on my social media not that long ago about the hostel that I stayed in, um, just on Pender and I think it's Pender and Nelson there. And it was this this grubby place. And like, I didn't sleep for two months. Like I was just trying to get my life together and I refused to go back into destructive behaviors. So I just, I literally did the next right thing and the next right thing and the next right thing and just put one foot in front of the other to go to work, serve some beers, come back, pay for the room for one more night. And, um, I'm not sure if I'm giving enough context around that, but it was just really, it was right after I'd kind of hit rock bottom and I was like, I'm going to turn my life around and I'm not going to, I'm not going to go in any other direction than forward. And so I literally mustered up, I think a hundred dollars a day to stay, which sounds crazy expensive, but it was this dingy little place. And Mm. I just would go to work, make just enough to come back and pay for one more night, plus a few extra bucks. And I would scrounge those few extra bucks for two months until I had enough to move into my own place. And I had come from a very like, you know, um, I'm just checking in that I'm trailing a little bit here. I just really see that it didn't just happen by accident. Like it took a lot of perseverance and it took a lot of trusting, you know, trusting myself, trusting that little grain of there being a possibility of something else. Um, And I think that that's the big thing. I, I, you know, I, I recently had a shift in not seeing myself as a survivor anymore Um, because it felt actually, it started to feel really disempowered where I was like, I survived all these things. I survived all these things. And it was like a releasing of that identity. Like Mm -hmm. I did survive those things and that's amazing. And I don't identify as a survivor. I, I want to identify as somebody who thrives and who, you know, who really truly fulfills. Um, because to me it was like somebody shared with me something and it just cracked this open for me, like survivor and victim are on the same they're, they're on the same scale. They're just on opposite sides and right. as grateful and, and as, as like the amount of, of humility that comes with my own experiences and then being where I am now, um, a, there's nothing that you could do to me <laughs> that would throw me off of the, of what I know is possible. Right. Like if somebody comes to me and says, Oh, there's this going on in my life. I'm like, cool. What are you going to do about it? Right. Cause like there's, there's literally nothing that you could bring to me that I wouldn't be like, you so got it. You can totally move through this. Um, and releasing that identity has been really powerful for me too, around like it not being such a weight, like me not being the story, but like, these are the experiences I overcame. And now this is who I am today. Um, yeah, I think that made sense. Yeah, thanks so much. I want to take just a little step back. You know, you shared a lot about your growing up and there were lots of different countries that you were uh, traveling around with because of your father and the job that he had. And 
I'm really curious around this perseverance that we keep talking about in, in this conversation. You know, there was lots of bullying. You ended up in um, robberies. There were lots of drug use. There was, you know, gang affiliation and those kinds of things. During that process, what did you make that mean about yourself? What was the story that was at play there? Mm. Yeah, it's it's interesting because there's kind of two parts. I had I had one story going in the background where I always and it wasn't like a uh, like a pride or ego thing. It was like I actually had this little voice, this little spark that I always knew I was destined for something great. And I think yeah. we we all have that in our own mm-hmm. way, you know? And I and I just never I never lost track of that, you know? So there was always this kind of spark and it showed up in a lot of ways of like feeling like I never belonged. I never belonged in that world. That was something that was constantly kind of running for me in the background. Um, But one of the the big things that was really showing up for me um, and did for many years actually was, you know, one of my childhood wounds was that I didn't belong. I always felt like I just didn't, I didn't really belong in, in a really negative way. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm this amazing human being. It was like, I actually could feel like I don't, I'm different. I'm, I'm unique. And I felt mm-hmm. that I was really sensitive. I was always really emotional kid and I'm still super emotional, you know, like I'm such a, a tender human being. And I just, <laughs> I was, yeah, right. Like, uh. <laughs> and I just, I just had all the feels like so young and I didn't know how to navigate that. And so when I came into that world and I, and I surrounded myself with a lot of people who in my eyes were very powerful because they were, they were in control. They had the money, they had the, the respect, they had the fear that they were ingraining in other people. And so to me, it felt, it, I felt protected And I also created this very hard exterior. So like the story I was telling myself was that that was the way to to get through life. You know, Mm -hmm. like get this hard exterior, make people fear you, be a badass, like be really tough. And then nobody can can fuck with you. Nobody can hurt you if you if you have this hard exterior. So it was kind of like a it was a survival, you know, um, instinct. And, and I was also really angry at the world, you know, like I had a lot of, like, I felt like some, like people owed me something. I felt like I had been taken from. So I had this, this very angry kind of ongoing thing in the background. Um, and I really made it mean that I was broken, you know, that I didn't, that core wound of, I didn't, I don't belong. I'm different. Um, like in comparison to a lot of the kids I grew up with. And this showed up for me even into my twenties where I felt like other people did not have stories like mine. You know, I was like, okay, um, (laughs) you know, you went, you went to school, you went to university, you know, had some boyfriends, had some things. And I was like, I can't, like, I don't even want to tell my friends my story because I don't want them to think I'm some, something out of a movie, right? So I had this this kind of, like, shame and secrecy and self-judgment, um, just feeling, like, so different, you know? Um, yeah, so there was a few things at play there, but those were the big ones. Wow. And I really heard throughout your story that you were kind of talking about, if I just had this this thing, if I could just have this thing reflected to me, for me to step out or, you know, depending on what the thing was, like step into something new. Mm-hmm. I'm actually wondering because I, you know, I know a lot about your story from the background and I'm really curious if there was somebody in your life that really changed things for you, somebody that stood for you that you haven't been able to thank or been able to acknowledge yet. Oh, I love that question. Um, there's definitely a few people that, come to mind. So I didn't have a lot of positive influence growing up. Like even when I first got into, when I first got exposed to personal development, I was about 18. And, um, that was the first time I'd ever heard anything like anything in the world that, that brought a different conversation than just the the normal kind of experience I was having with people. Um, and that was like the first, like, whoa. And I was obsessed, like pretty much immediately. I was listening to Tony Robbins while smoking weed. Like I was like a total, like contradicting of the yin yang, but nonetheless. Um, but my, my mom was like a silent, uh, 
you know when you have those like silent investors and businesses like my mom was like the silent gatekeeper of my dreams like she was was and is the, the most compassionate and loving and grounding human being and she just always had so she always taught me so much about what really mattered you know and how to be kind to ourselves and to other people and um so she was always like this this silent motivator for me uh, i always wanted to live into the the experience my mom like how she saw me you know so she didn't even really need to say anything although she mm-hmm. she never really gave me advice she was not that kind of parent she was more like you i trust you to figure it out you're in a lot of shit so let's see how you get through this you know like she wasn't really a an, an advice giver and that was really powerful for me because it allowed me to make a lot of messes and then get myself out of them you know and so it was like really that really worked for me and then I had a I had a really beautiful friend who came into my life who it looked really strange from the outside. A lot of people um, had judgments about it, which was really quite interesting. Um, so he was he was quite a bit older than me. He was about probably about twice my age. And uh, some of you listening to this might even know him, so I'm just going to give him a little shout out. His name's Bob Selmer, and we used to work together at this pub, uh, the Beagle Pub in Victoria. And uh, it was interesting because. Um, uh, I want, I was really creative, but I didn't call myself creative. I was like, oh, I can't draw. So I'm not like creative. Right. And he, he's a beautiful artist. And so, and musician and all this stuff. And he was the dishwasher and we used to always have these chats and then we just, you know, we start like hanging out and whatever. And we started having some great chats and he was just really, he just, he played a really important role in that he was a safe man for me. Um, to have these different explorative conversations with that was he was more mature, he had more life experience. And he taught me a lot about just the mind and about um, just, you know, what like, well, what it was like for him growing up in different different eras too, and like talking about art and music and all these things. And so he really brought a very, um, there was an edge that he brought to my life that I hadn't experienced before. And we, we were friends for many years, and we don't really talk as much anymore. But I still have a tattoo behind my ear that signifies not just our relationship, but the after the the knowledge and the insights that came through in the time that him and I were friends um yeah and he knows I've thanked him many times and and um you know just for the role that he played and for being such a sounding board at a time in my life that I was going through a lot of different layers you know um so definitely both of them and um and also my dear friend Chantel she she was actually one of the first people who like as a friend allowed that I allowed and she she initiated herself into an an actual like an intimate relationship of our relationship you know like an intimate experience like she put her hand on my shoulder one time and like i literally since i was a teenager had not had any friends like really hug me or have a close relationship with me and so i was like not only was i shocked <laughs> um but i was like whoa why are you touching me um, like yeah. I, I had a really big reaction and she just was so loving and just, and still is obviously, but like, you know, at that age was just so willing to stand in the fire with me and be like, I got you. Um, so yeah, she, oh yeah, she really played a really beautiful role as well. So I'd say those, those three were, yeah. And, and many more people who who've spoken into my ear over the years, but yeah, definitely those three were key people in my life. Mm. thanks for presencing me to that wow (laughs) oh humans aren't they amazing (laughs) yeah we're so amazing yeah Uh, and like we never know our impact right like can you imagine you know just knowing that something that you shared with somebody was had impacted them on that level like years later it's like yeah Beautiful work. <laughs> uh, I had to take a deep breath there too. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for going in on it. I, I really appreciate your partnership and I'm, I'm always so present to how much wisdom you share, how much insight and clarity and beauty that you bestow upon other people. It's really, you're such a beacon. Um, when you were sharing your st- story, I was really visualizing you as being somebody that got to stand powerfully for others in in the face of adversity, so as to see possibility. Yeah. 
what is what is the thing that you believe that the world needs that you can provide? Oh, big questions. This is why this is why I invited her, guys. Because I love her to bits. And her brilliance, her brilliance. Um, oh, that question is like, it's slightly confronting. And I and it's it's interesting, because it's like, it's that whole thing of like, like, can I bring that, you know, am I the one to bring that? And of course, we are, you know, when we can see that that's the thing that we see in the world, right? I feel yeah. like the world needs more conversations that are like this. Like we need more people pulling down the curtain and going, hey, this is what I've gone through in my life. Um, and also like, this is what this is what I, um, this is what supported me and not from a place of like, Hey, try this out. This is what worked for me, but more like just showing that possibility. Like, this is what I, this is, this is what I allowed myself to do. Cause I think a lot of times we hear those like before and after stories, right? We hear the like, Oh, I survived all of this stuff, but like, how was it a miracle? Like, was like, of course it was a miracle as it always is, but like, was it, did you just like wake up one day or like, were you in a life catastrophic accident and then you just realized you were on the wrong path? Like what actually supported you in, in changing your path? Because when, when I was really in the shit and I say that with so much love and respect, it was just, it was, it was just a lot of shit. Um, yeah. When I was in that, it was like, you know, there were moments of like, I don't see anybody else in the world who has had an experience like me and has recovered. And so all I was being shown was evidence that it's just over for you. Right. And that's a really, that's a, it's not true because there's tons of people all over the world. You, you could have any experience that you're having. There is somebody else in the world that has had it too. And mm-hmm. it's like it, that kind of humanness and just embracing the fact that we are all accumulating wounds, that we have all had trauma, that we might have more trauma, that we all have insecurities and we all have these conversations in the background that sometimes hurt, you know, um, and just to humanize that more, especially in the personal development space, because I came from a long history of, of personal development and learning all the strategies and the mindset work, which is beautiful and for me, it almost became a mask. It became Mm. something that I just would put on every day versus like, it was like my humanness was wrong. And, you know, even to this day, I have to unwind that on a daily basis. There's moments where I'm like, whoa, why am I pretending like this is not okay? (laughs) Because it's totally okay. What is that? Say that again. Can you speak more to that? What is that? Um, I think, well, in my experience, it's definitely, you know, social media, it's the media, it's, you know, it's a lot of things that have kind of influenced us into thinking like, this is the right way to be, this is the wrong way to be. And, and I see this a lot, especially as a woman, we have so many different shifts in our, our mental state and our emotional state in our, in our spiritual state and our, in our physical state throughout the month, right? Just in, naturally in our, in our menstrual cycle, there's mm. a lot of shifts and changes that happen hormonally. And this is not a curse. It's not like you just bleed one time a month and it's over. Like we have a lot of fluctuations on purpose and it, when we tap into them, it's really powerful. But when we don't know anything about them and we're just on this roller coaster, it can be pretty intense. And what I've seen is like a lot of women making a lot of that stuff wrong. Like, oh, I, right. I'm i super emotional. I must be on my period or, oh, I'm like going through all these changes or like even the week before we menstruate, there's a lot of intense emotions that often come through for women. And like, we don't show that. Like, I'm even questioning myself about that. Like, hey, what what's what's up with that? Like, you ready to start mm-hmm. sharing more of that? Because that's that's the real stuff. Like, and, and I get it. Sometimes we're running businesses where we're like, this isn't appropriate for me to be sharing this on social media or whatever, but why is it not appropriate? And like, that's, that to me is really fascinating. Like, when did our humanness become wrong? Like, when did, mm-hmm. when did we start washing the corners of everything and kind of going mm, this, but not that? Wow. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, it's a big conversation, but that's, poof. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So you're really talking about like masking the like the humanity of being human, the things that happen at the end of the day, we are biological creatures. Like, mm-hmm. I almost had a visual of, um, you know, like a woman walking into a, you know, a large corporate office and just going, Hey guys, just then, you know, I've got my period this week. I'm going to, I'm probably going to be shitty. So if you guys just could just give me some space, I'd really appreciate it. 
Like, wouldn't that just be amazing? So, like, I I feel like the world needs more of that. Like, just more. Yeah. And also for us women, because in leadership roles, we have swung so far into sort of trying to bring more of that masculine trait out, which is not a bad thing. I mean, it's been beautiful in a lot of ways. And it's really powerful. But also, like, like allowing ourselves to be women in business and allowing ourselves to – and it doesn't mean that you have to talk about your menstrual cycle, but just even yeah. even to know that it's present and to operate in a way that is true and authentic for you, you know, yeah. and, and honoring self-care when you need it or, you know, creating space in your schedule. Like, so these are just some of the aspects of that, you know, like – um, and it, and, and to me, I just feel like, and I say this on the show all the time, like, I feel like conversations can change the world. Like literally like conversations changed my life. <laughs> like yeah. literally, like those were what I created the awareness in. That's how I shifted into new ways of being. That's how I created these new things. And so I just feel like if we have more of these conversations and we're seeing this already, you know, online, we're seeing more people coming forward and, and being vulnerable and being real and sharing what's in the background for them and, and talking about, you know, some of these more human experiences that we're all having and people love it like you can see it it's like it's almost becoming like a thing on social media where like people are like okay time to be vulnerable because that works like because people love it they love it they're like oh i'm not the only one (laughs) like that feels tired on a friday like you know people love relating to us right and like oh i'm not the only person that's dragging my ass today that's amazing i'm not broken right like we all want that we all want to see it in each other because it it, we're all just a reflection you know we're all these these beautiful reflections of each other and projections of each other and you know it's like to I think for for me um what I can bring in that is like is getting out of my own way about it because just like every other human being right I I get in my own way about it and Mm -hmm. and really start to just share more of like um what supports me you know to to show up at my best and also the moments when I'm not feeling my best And, you know, and, and Hey, this is what's coming up for me today. And this is how I'm being loving to myself through that or whatever the, the conversation is. Um, but just giving myself more space and therefore other people more space, um, to show up in the entirety of who they are, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. If you were to underscore the thing that the world needs that you could provide, what would it be? I'm hearing more raw conversations so as mm-hmm. to better connect like humanity. That's what I'm really hearing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I had a few things kind of swirling in there and that feels really clear and concise. So let's run with that. Cause I, I mean, it's definitely, it definitely is that it's like, I've heard a few different things come through me, like really using our voices to, yeah. to create the openings, like using our voices, starting those conversations to create the openings for change. And to like liberate ourselves and each other from the the self judgment and the the ways of being that just no longer serve us at this way in the world, you know. Um, yeah. And I know a lot of people, like there's probably a lot of people listening to this show right now, who mm-hmm. have things to talk about. Like you have things that you want to say, and and yet we edit ourselves out of it, you know. Um, and yeah we live in such a beautiful time right now where social media and the internet and all of these things, I mean, you, there's just no limit to the conversations that can be created anywhere in the world. And that is a, that's miraculous in itself that we, that we can do that, that we can use our voices um, in such a big way. And I think it's also what keeps us from doing it because it is, it's very intense. Like you, we see these things go viral on the internet and all these kinds of things. Right. So um, yeah. yeah, for me, it's like, the work for me is getting out of my own way about it all the time. Beautiful. Yeah. Storytelling is definitely a confronting thing to do. I was on a um, podcast recently of our friend Sanya's and uh, that was my first opportunity to share my story. And I, and I noticed as I was going through the events of my life and how it brought me to this place that I'm in now, I noticed I was holding back on some things that were actually extremely traumatic. And um, her and I had a conversation at the end of it, and I said, wow, I didn't expect that to be quite so hard. And she said, yeah, I noticed that you were being really nice about all of these things when really those were extraordinarily traumatic events for you. 
And then she said, it's okay, Michelle. You get to come back into this conversation and have it again. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So thank you, Sonia, if you're listening to this. Thank you for giving me (laughs) the opportunity. I so appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. I really relate to that, actually. Thanks for... Thanks for bringing that in because that that's been my experience too. I mean, the first few times I told my story, I was like, I, I think I was like sweating profusely and like, <laughs> like having yeah. moments of like, am I really doing this? And like, I had, I actually, I can remember the first time I shared like a really like more significant part of my story and being in sex work and different things like that. And I was like, I, I literally almost messaged her after to be like, can you delete that? Oh, I had the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I, in fact, I was actually texting a friend and at the time and I said, just done, just done Sonia's podcast. Don't know if I'm going to let her release it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Really terrified about a lot of things, the impact that it was going to have on my family, the impact it was going to have on uh, my audience and the people that uh, admire me and support me and want to see me win. What are they going to think? What are they going to say? Mm-hmm. Am I doing this to get attention? Like, what is my intention of sharing this? All yeah. of those things are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that you just shared that because I think that's the thing, right? That's for for every person that goes to share something like that. Mm-hmm. There are going to be gradients of different aspects, you know, of like, yeah. what is the point? <laughs> like, yeah. That was a big one for me. What is the point of this? Like, is it just for me? Is it to air my dirty laundry? or or what but like I'm curious what you notice your experiences of it now like has she released this episode no it hasn't come out yet it's probably coming out in the next couple of weeks um you know it's the beginning of August first couple of weeks of August now that you and I are recording this podcast and and I don't know when you're going to be releasing this um but by the time this comes out it will probably be out there but now I feel a lot different um one thing I do need to do is I need to have a conversation with my mother and just let her know like hey this was the stuff that I experienced in my life. And these are the things that I want to share. And I want to know how you feel about it and not from a place of getting permission, but actually so that I can support her with it so that she could probably like possibly get something from it too. Right. Is this something that's actually going to be able to bring us closer together? Is it something that it's that would glue our relationship and transform it in a brand new, beautiful way. Mm -hmm. So that's what I really see next for myself and sharing my story and um, getting supported too. like, what are the things that really resonate with other people or getting feedback from people and having people say, Hey, Michelle, when you said this, I got it. I have that too. And knowing what it is, like, what is really valuable? Like, what do people really want to hear? What is the thing that connects me with others and my audience and my clients and the people that I get to serve and support with their biggest dreams? Yeah. 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 Wow. And thank you for leaning in on that. Cause that is so freaking powerful just to hear your experience, like pretty much in real time too. I mean, this was not too long ago, like you said, mm-hmm. um, that's so valuable just to hear because I, this is it. This is the, this is the thing. It's not always easy for us to show up and go, Hey, this is my story or this was something I'm dealing with right now, or this is what's really showing up for me or, you know, and yeah. sometimes there's like behind work that we get to do, you know, and that's been my experience too. Like, you know, having the conversations with my family and my friends, my partner, and um, you got to see me through some of that too. So thank you for being in my corner about that. Because yeah, oh. it's so important that we we have that support as we navigate it and explore and and um, and reveal like the next layer. Because sometimes it just comes in layers too, you know. And that's perfect. Yeah. 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 There's a concept actually that I want to jam with you on. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. So I've been hearing this. (laughs) We are ready. Um, And I'm really, I'm really interested uh, to hear what the, what the listeners have to, you know, what they get from this, what they think about it. And I've been having this idea just recently. Um, A couple of weeks ago, you acknowledged me for the ground that I've taken. It might actually have been this week. I'm not sure. Um, For the ground that I've taken and the transformation that you've seen me have. And, And a friend of mine that I was on the phone to last night said the exact same thing. The confidence and the transformation that they've seen me take in over the last couple of weeks has just been phenomenal, right? It's been like the last sort of six weeks that I've really been stepping up my game, stepping into my message, stepping into my power. And it got me thinking. This experience is not how I thought it was going to go. It's not how I thought it was going to feel. 
And then my intention of sharing this is for anybody that's listening, if they're thinking that they're not doing enough, if they're behind, if they're, if they're not playing big enough, if they feel like they're playing small, is to really consider that it's not like how we see it on the movies. We get to see an hour and a half movie with funky music playing in the background to make us feel good about these people's journeys, where they go from traumatic incidences, poverty, perhaps it was a significant loss in their life, whatever it might be, to really developing into this, the human that you truly are, it's not going to feel like how it looks on the movies. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like it is that slow incremental shift, that action every single day, that getting up in the morning. If you want to go for a run every single morning at 6 a.m. and you screw it up twice, that's okay. That's part of your journey. And by the time you get to where it is that you want to go and you look back, that's when you can put that soundtrack over the top. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, choose the inspiring dopamine-filled music for you. Yeah. 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 And it was something that really hit me when I was thinking about this. I was like, wow, this is, a not, this is not how I thought it would feel going mm-hmm. through it like real time. Yeah. And when I look back, I'm just like, oh my God, losing all my money when I was living in London was so exactly the thing that got me here. Moving to Canada with $300 was the thing that got me here. Persevering exactly how you talked about to get myself into accomplishment coaching, to get this extraordinary training that I was so blessed to find and choose and make the decision to take on that is now my life. That is the journey. And if I want to look back at it, I can put whatever soundtrack I want and I can make it feel really fuzzy and really good. But in real time, it doesn't feel that comfortable. Mm -hmm. And thank God for, you know, God, universe, spirit, higher power, whatever it is that kept me fueling, kept me going and moving forward to what it is that I'm creating because it's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, sister. Yeah. What did you get from that? Well, I I was so present to the reverse gap, like, For me, that was always the big thing, too. I completely was nodding my head the entire time you were talking because that has been my experience, like moving forward and taking the next step and taking the next step, like some of these moments. And and I'm not even just talking about the past moments of the story and shifting out of that. I know that that feels really significant to talk about. But like in my daily life right now, you know, shifting into the next thing and and allowing myself to stretch and expand in my life it's not comfortable. <laughs> like, I need to repeat that on loudspeaker. Maybe I'll like section this. Like, it is so uncomfortable. Like, there are moments where, yes, I can make it more comfortable with having support and altitude and self-awareness and like being loving to myself and having the habits and routines that support me to do that. But mm. like, it's not comfortable and it's not supposed to be comfortable because what comfortable is, is just the same recipe that got us what we got yesterday. And it's like, yeah. that's totally okay. And I think for me, and and blessed to have had some of the experience I had earlier on, because I realized pretty quickly that like, you got to fall in love with the hard shit. You got to fall in love with mm-hmm. stretching that edge, you know, um, because that's, that's really what makes the difference, you know, and the reverse gap of looking back and going, wow, mm-hmm. that is the easiest way to activate gratitude. I swear. Oh. To just look back, even a few weeks ago, I mean, sometimes when we get really in the funk and we're like, oh, I'm not like getting there or I'm not really, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not getting enough done or, you know, like, oh, like that for me is a moment to like, oh, let, okay, pause. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Let's take a look for a second, really at what's been created, you know, and that, that reverse gap can be really, really powerful just to see like where you've been, where you've gotten to and presence yourself. Because like for me, falling in love with the hard, falling in love with the edge sometimes has also worked against me because then it's like nothing's ever enough. And I'm never, oh, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And just presencing myself to like the gratitude and the gap that you have already closed and the yes. gaps that you are already closing actively is it, it's it's not to like bask in your well it is kind of to bask in your brilliance but it's also to to bask in yeah. gratitude for like oh yeah i get to celebrate all of these steps i took and it's mm-hmm. actually just just like our secret sauce here um when we celebrate we tell our brain that this is what you want to be doing because when mm-hmm. it's really hard 
Like, it's just brain science. If it's really hard all the time and you're just telling yourself, like, okay, 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 and you got to just keep going and it's just, like, whatever, and you're not taking those moments to be grateful and to celebrate and to acknowledge and to rejoice in also who you're becoming, then you're telling your brain that it has to be hard all the time. And you're not even just – you're just training your brain to just constantly be unfulfilled versus creating those new connections saying, this is winning. This is what I want. Right. Mm -hmm. And every next level you get to just telling your brain, like, this is where I want to be. This is amazing. Yes. (laughs) Like, you know, celebrating. So yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. I think that's so huge. And um, that reverse gap has has pulled me out of um, bad moods more times than I can count because I just get present Mm -hmm. to like, oh, yeah. This is not so bad. <laughs> look, look at all of this miraculous stuff we've created, you know? Yeah. 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 I can remember the first time that I got really present to the present moment. Um, Brooke Castillo from the Life Coach School. Love her show. Yeah. Yeah. Her podcast is absolutely phenomenal. Guys, get over there. Mm-hmm. Listen to her. Also phenomenal. Um, she had a podcast about... Um, I can't remember what the title of it is, but it was basically talking about all you ever have is right now, like right in this. So you and I, you know, live recording this, this is all we've ever got. And what I really took from that is like, right, wherever you are is right where you need to be. Mm -hmm. And that's all that will ever matter. Right where you are right now is right where you need to be. And it's really changed my relationship to going somewhere and being so grateful for wherever I am right now, I'm in a situation where um, I've just found out that I need to move out of my apartment. I've had like a month's notice and I need to move. And I'm like, okay, shit, <laughs> what do I do in a really hot rental market moving forward into my next phase of my life and my next home? Hey, this is right where I need to be. Mm. This is the challenge that's being presented for me right now. And I'm going to enjoy it. I've got something to learn from it. And I'm grateful for the lesson. Instead of being that victimized, like surviving that you told it earlier and just getting through it, just plowing through just to get to the next thing. Like, I'm going to love the hell out of this experience. I'm going to enjoy looking at different apartments. I'm going to enjoy meeting these new agents. I'm going to enjoy the experience Hmm. so that I'm not constantly worrying about getting to the next thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I recorded an episode. I think I called it, are you living in the future? Um, Cause that was my experience for so long, like constantly just being over there. Like we like, and it it is, it's such a, it's such, it's a beautiful dance, you know, because Mm -hmm. there is that element of like, Oh, I want to know what I'm up to and and creation. And then Mm -hmm. it being the dictator for the present moment, not about like living into always being 16 steps ahead of yourself, but actually like having all those plans and the goals and the, and what you're creating and the, the identity that you're stepping into and everything as what shifts you in this present moment that brings you closer in this moment, you know? Um, yeah, that was a really big one for me. That was that was huge. I definitely think that contributed to my anxiety for many years. Wow. <laughs> Living in the future yeah. all the time. Yeah. 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 Well, speaking about future, it's a pretty cool segue. What um for okay, so for those of you who don't know, Stacey and I both have the same coach training. Um, so we both train through accomplishment coaching at different times, and throughout that process, we go through a purpose exercise. And um, Stacey, what, what is your purpose? My purpose, da, 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 surprisingly, is love. <laughs> ah. And and what is that? How does how is love your life purpose? What's that all about? Love is my life purpose because it is what dictates everything else. Like if I am holding back my love in any way, shape, or form in my work or in my life, I feel it. It's an actual like currency for me because it's such an energetic force for like everything that I do. So for instance, if I was to look at creating a, well, I have a new spoken word piece that I'm pulling out and Mm -hmm. it it was like this whole experience. I got kind of jammed up for a little while where I was like, what am I going to talk about? And every time I get any kind of creative block or any time that I'm like, oh, I'm just not really sure what to create. It's like returning to love. What is what from love? What would I create in my work? Because that's really the driving force behind everything I do. I just want to love people up. I just want people to know what's possible and to feel that frequency of love because that's that's the truth. Right. 
And for me, it's like a lifelong practice of bringing myself into that space and also creating what everything that I create in service of loving people and loving myself and just love. And so immediately when I presence myself to that, it's like, oh, yeah, it's creating things for the purpose of people. It's creating things for the purpose of creating the changes that we all want. You know, and not to say that anything's broken because it's not, but just to say, hey, these are the things that we really want to create from love. We would be healing the environment from love. We would be having more vulnerable conversations in in service of loving ourselves, you know, and accepting ourselves from love. We would be drinking more water on a daily basis. (laughs) You know, like all of the things that I do is all comes back to love always. And that's been a really huge, um, that, that exercise at accomplishment coaching messed with my mind. Let me tell you, I was like, no, I actually argued with Hallie for a few minutes because she was like, oh, yours is love. And I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) And I I had a big reaction. I, cause I was such a doer, right? I come from a total workaholic background. So I was like, I was like, no, I like my life purpose is to empower people or like something really actiony, and she's like, "Do you want to do it again?" And so we did it again, and the exact same result. Because in my ideal world, people feel and experience themselves as love. That's it, yeah. you know. And and so like everything that I create in terms of my my work and everything is always in in line with that. Wow. And I can totally see how love would create those raw conversations, so as to better serve people's humanity. Totally. Doesn't it just yeah. make sense when we look through that lens? It's like, oh yeah. yeah. Like Yeah. 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 It's interesting. It's been it's been a it's been a lifelong journey in that in that aspect of things. And I'm sure it will continue to be. So just always unfolding the next layer of what it what it means for me and my work and, and in my life. So yeah. Yeah. So what's next for you, Stacey? What's coming up in your life? What's coming up in your world? What is coming up in my world is a lot more of using my own voice. So um, definitely starting more conversations. And I mean that in a very broad sense, like, you know, even with the spoken word pieces, with the content, with the podcast, everything, just starting more conversations, opening up more dialogues about these things and really starting to um, hone in on what I, I've just been, I've always been incredibly passionate about. And I was kind of doing it in a more roundabout way and just bringing a lot more focus to it and really supporting women in leadership, women who are in like high pressure careers or women who are entrepreneurs and obviously under pressure because entrepreneurship has a fair dose of that too, um, yeah. to, to really stand for their most fulfilling life. So not just showing up as, you know, having it all handled, but actually like having the daily routines and the habits and having the different mindset work and the health habits and all these things that really have us show up at our best, but also not just operating on top of a whole bunch of things in the background, like really having more of the harmony and the fulfillment. For me, it's like falling in love with the journey on purpose, because we know that it's not about getting somewhere in our work. It's not about that. It's about showing up in these moments right now, you know, and 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 really living the experience and being the woman that we want to be now and allowing ourselves to be women in our work, you know, and, and having beautiful relationships and having beautiful things that go on outside of our work and not just that be the sole thing. And so, um, a lot more content around that. Cause it's something I just, I'm such a geek and lover about. So I'm going to be sharing mm-hmm. more stuff about that and, um, more videos. That's the thing I'm really excited about is creating more, um, video content. So that's been kind of going on in the background where I'm going to start creating more stuff like that. So that's exciting. That is very cool. Wow. Thanks, lady. This felt kind of fun to be interviewed. <laughs> How is this? You know, I was just thinking, I was about to say, so Stacey, where can the listeners find you? It's oh like, this is actually your podcast. <laughs> well, like, I was actually thinking the entire time, wow, Michelle, um, so when are you going to have your own show? Because this was yeah. like, you were, you're just such a natural and you're so it good at this. It my mind. This yes. might be a list for something. Oh, I see. love it. I absolutely love it. Ladies, votes. Michelle, listen to her show. Would you listen? Yay or nay? Send those in. We want to know. Um, yeah, because I definitely would listen to your brilliant show and your brilliant Aww. self. Yeah. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. And and I I just really want to repeat it again. I'm just so honored to be the person that that is in your in your corner. It's not just um you're a cool person and I get to see you thrive. Like I 
I actually get to really be the one for you to support you. I get to lean on you when I'm struggling and when things are not working out so well for me. And I just so thank you for your partnership, your love, uh, your purpose and who you're being on the planet, who you're being for other people. Um, I have no doubt that the listeners are all nodding their heads right now and thinking, damn, <laughs> Stacey Ray is here for a reason. And, and that reason is definitely to do this, to have multiple conversations about people's stories, what they've got to say, their message for the world. And thank you so much for everything that you bring to us. And I'm so appreciative of you. So thanks. Oh, thank you so much. Just letting yeah. that all soak in over here. Oh, so honored. Thank you so much, Michelle. Holy mm-hmm. moly. And I really, really was, I was actually incredibly honored to have you interview me and just to share your, your curiosities, you know, cause I know, like you said, you, you see different aspects of, of what's going on in my daily life and different things that I'm coming up against. And it's just such a privilege to have this space with you and get to share our beautiful connection with the listeners and your amazing, yeah. brilliant, visionary self. Um, thanks for the questions. Cause I actually feel like I'm leaving this conversation. I'm curious if this happens for the people that come on my show, I'm leaving this conversation feeling so clear and energized and reminded, you know, of different things that are, that are really important to me and, and parts of the conversation that I need to keep honoring, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So thank you so much for that. Totally. What are, what are uh, two things that you are grateful for? I am incredibly grateful for, uh, my voice. I actually, you guys don't know this about me. Okay. So this is cool. I do not enjoy the sound of my own voice and it's, it's been a thing my whole life where I just, I don't particularly enjoy the sound of my own voice. I don't like hate it or feel insecure about it. I just don't particularly enjoy it. And, um, I had this experience a few years ago where I lost my voice and it would, it kept coming and going for about three months. And I like, I had to cancel all my clients. Like it was like, it was a really big thing. And it was this moment of like, um, this is what it would be like to not have a voice. Wow. And so ever since then, I'm like, I love my voice. <laughs> so grateful that I can move my mouth and sound comes out. <laughs> um, because especially wow. in, in line with my purpose, it's like, this is such a big part of that. Um, I'm so grateful for my voice. Yes. And I'm so grateful that I'm so, oh, yeah. Hmm. I just got so present to that. Like, I'm so grateful that that humans can do this thing, you know, that we get to have these conversations that we get to jump on the phone three times a week and, and connect with each other and share our lives together and, and be able to do this from, you know, we don't live in the same city, you know, like, I'm just so grateful that we have developed ways of sharing and connecting and loving on each other and relating. Um, I just can't imagine life without other humans. Like, can you imagine really, like the, the connections that we get to share, the relationships that we create. Um, you know, I have my dog scratching at my door right now because she's like, Stacy, are you done? Mom, mom, I love you so much. Are you done? What's happening in there? I love you. Can I come lick your feet? Like, I love you so much. Like, like even these bonds that we have with each other and with our animals and our partners and all these, like, this is sacred stuff. Like, these are the things, you know, when you ask me who, who played those roles in your life, it's like that brought me to tears because I can't. I can't explain to you the impact that people have on me that you've had on me that like, this is amazing, you know? Um, yeah, I'm just so grateful for, for humans. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Can you share two things you're grateful for? I want to know. Oh yeah. I am um, grateful for. Um, I actually, I went out to the ocean this morning, so I get up. Most mornings when I'm being disciplined and following through and being in integrity, I get up at six o'clock in the morning and I'll either go for a run or I'll go for a walk to the ocean every morning. And this morning I went out and I, and I did a gratitude practice and I had three things. And the two that probably stand out the most is I'm so grateful for the experiences in my life. Mm. Everything that I've had to experience that the trauma, the beauty, the times where I can remember walking into Sagrada Familia in, in Barcelona, Spain, and I can remember looking up at that inside that beautiful cathedral and crying just because of how the colors, the the heat, the way that the pillars moved up into the ceiling. It was just 
beautiful, the the loves that I've been able to experience with my friends, the relationship that I have with my mother, the the relationships that I have with my friends' children, mm. the kids that I just absolutely love, all of those experiences I am just so grateful for, that that is really what creates life. It's what's created my life. So I'm really grateful for the experiences that I've had. And I think the second thing is I'm, I'm grateful for my mistakes. Um, you know, in accomplishment coaching, they have a, a you know, number of handouts and one of them's says vulnerability and risk are the pathways to being mistakes and failures are the handrails to discovery and success this is why so few make the journey and if there's anything that I'm grateful for it's for the mistakes that I've made so that I can learn from them support other people not to make the same or let them fall down and put themselves back up again but that those are the things that have really made moved me forward, that those have been the handrails to my discovery and the success that I've experienced in my business and my life and my relationships. Connecting with you has been just such a gift. So those would be my two things. Aww. Yeah. Oh, we're leaving this conversation so warm and fuzzy. <laughs> I can't tell Oh, thank you so much for this, love. You are amazing. And the ladies, I'm going to put Michelle's episode because that was also an epic chat that you and I had. Um, and I And I would love to have you on the show again. So let's do that. And yeah. um, and we'll put, because uh, I know you've got a, a new website coming out and stuff this month yeah. too. So we'll put all the links and everything too. Because yeah, you're like literally one of my favorite humans. And the work that mm-hmm. you do in the world... I know that we can do this again and share another conversation about who you're, who you're really serving and how you're serving them in the world too, and dive deep yeah. on that. So let's do that soon. I love that. Thanks so much for this opportunity, Stacey. I love you. Thanks I for this. You. Thanks. And thanks for listening, ladies. Um, of course, as always, you're so welcome to share your, your takeaways, your insights, your uh, comments, your questions, those kinds of things. Or if there's certain things that we talked about that maybe you're like, hey, can you dive into that in more detail? Or maybe I'm having that experience. Can you talk more about that? I would so be be into that. So just let us know. Of course, we're real people behind the, the voices. So reach out, share, even if it's just to acknowledge something that you heard for yourself. So lots of love. Thanks for listening in. 